Thank you, brother. <coughs> I had an unspoken request, too, that I want you to remember. Uh, got something to do with the family. Uh, so do uh, remember that unspoken request in prayer, too. If you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel, the 7th chapter, if you would. 1 Samuel, the 7th chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. I'm going to read verses 9 through 12 from the 7th chapter of 1 Samuel. <clears throat> Something that uh, I've never preached on before. I'm going to preach on it today, but I've um, been looking forward to preach on it. Um, the ninth chapter, the ninth verse of the 7th chapter of 1 Samuel says, And Samuel took a, a, a sucking lamb, and offered it for a burnt offering, holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him. And as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel, but the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines and discounted them and discomfited them. And they were smitten before Israel. <clears throat> and the men of Israel went out of Mezpeth and pursued the Philistines and smote them until they came under Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mezpeth and Shin and called the name of it Ebenezer saying, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for everything that we learn out of it and take from it. And Lord, I just pray that you'll bless us today. Bless us this morning, Lord. Bless those that have come out this morning, Lord. We're so glad to see them. And Lord, I just pray that you'll go with them. I pray that you'll go with those that are sick. I especially pray for my dear wife, Lord, at the uh, miss her very much and Lord I pray that she'll be able to come home soon. Thank you for everything Lord in Jesus name I pray Amen. Thank you. you may be seated <clears throat> title of my message this morning is Ebenezer. I've never preached on this subject before and so I'm on, I've been studying on it this week and, and hopefully we can we get a blessing out of this Ebenezer. <clears throat> Every milestone along life's journeys ought to be to us an Ebenezer and will be if we have been walking in his ways. <clears throat> now, what does Ebenezer mean? I looked it up and uh, it has several meanings, but it means rock. Ebenezer means the rock. And uh, we know what, where that comes from, and we know about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that he was the rock that was in the wilderness, the one that Moses smote, and the one that the water came from. Uh, Jesus was that rock. Well, uh, Ebenezer was, was set up as a rock. There, in, when the Lord uh, sent the thunder and the lightning, 
and uh, and and turn the Philistines. Uh, that's when uh, Samuel set up the rock out there and called it Ebenezer. It was Samuel who laid the first Ebenezer stone. Now, that's important to remember that. The Ebenezer stone. Samuel made it a memorial to the Lord. And here's what he said. He said, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. Verse 12. Our path, speaking of, of ourselves, our path through the wicked world should be lined with Ebenezer stones. You know, we 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 have laid many, we should have laid many Ebenezer stones along the way. There was no Ebenezer stones on the pathway of the prodigal, or he would have been able to find his, his way back. He needed the Lord's help to get back to the Father. Now, you know, our Ebenezer, you know, you should, I hope and pray that every one of us today will set our first Ebenezer stone today, right, right now, right this very instance, will set your first Ebenezer stone. The stone that Samuel said speaks of many tongues, speaks with many tongues. That Ebenezer stone that we remember and, and uh, that was set uh, speaks, speaks a lot of things. It, it speaks of redemption. It speaks of redemption. He says, hitherto, from this time forward. That's what the word hitherto means. It's from this time forward. In verse 12, he says, from where to where? And I, that's the question I ask. From where to where? It's from Egypt to Cana, the promised land. That's what he was referring to when he says hitherto. He said, from, from this point to this point. Here, hitherto. From, from Egypt to Cana, the promised land. It was Jehovah God who delivered them to their resting place. Our Ebenezer, our Ebenezer goes all the way back to Christ who delivered us from the claws of sin and death. Now that's our Ebenezer. Christ is our Ebenezer as the Bible plainly says in the book of Hebrews. He was that rock. He is that rock. And... Uh, I know uh, I, I heard somebody make a false statement about that a long time ago about that rock, but uh, he, he is that rock. He is that Ebenezer. That's what the word means. It speaks of redemption hitherto. From this time forward, we, we've got to look back and, and that remember that Ebenezer that was set by the Lord Jesus Christ when he died for us, he, when, he, when he saved us and delivered us. I, I was sitting and thinking this morning, uh, um, Rhonda said to me yesterday, she said, I hate to think that I'm going to be in the hospital when church is going on. And so I, maybe they're listening this morning. I don't know. Uh, I think Shelly is staying with her and uh, at this time. So uh, so pray for her because she, she that's the first thing she said yesterday was she wasn't going to get to go to church today. And um, so uh, remember that. <clears throat> it also speaks of preservation. He says, hitherto hath. 
In other words, hitherto has God taken care of us. Verse 12, there were many dangers and many temptations by the way from Egypt to Canaan. But God took care of them. Every, every time they needed God, God preserved them and took care of them and, and delivered them to, to that promised land. They was, as far as I know, there was only one of them that didn't reach the promised land. And he, and he didn't reach the promised land. What, what did he do? He smote the rock. He smote the, his Ebenezer. He smoked the rock. And that was Moses who, who uh, was taken up on the mountaintop and never came back. And there's a lot of, some say that Gabriel and Satan fought over the body of Moses, but no one, no one has ever known, has ever seen the body of Moses. And personally, I don't believe Moses died. I think Moses was just taken on into heaven like Elijah because someday, someday, uh, uh, some, some believe that when uh, tribulation comes that Moses is going to be one of the preachers that's going to come back in the, during, during the tribulation period. He's going to be one of the preachers, but I don't know. I have to wait and see on that one. But it speaks of preservation. It speaks of God preserving his people. Hitherto hath <coughs> there were many <coughs> dangers and many temptations by the way from Egypt to Cana. What an encouragement to those who seem to be weak and may not want to go all the way. You know, we we get weak. Every one of us do. Every one of us get weak. We get weak in our living. We get weak in a lot of things. But just remember this, and I'm, I'm going to bring out something in just a minute that's going to bless your heart. I do believe it will. I know it blessed mine when, when, when I came up on it. Uh, but this encouragement to, to, should be an encouragement to us who seem to be weak and may not want to go all the way. He has promised that he will lead us through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, what, what's he, what, has, what has he promised us? He has promised us that he's going to be with us, taking care of us, until we get through the shadow of death. Now, that, that, he, he's not going to forsake us. He, no, he's never going to leave us. He's going, to, he's going to always be with us. And so that stone, that Ebenezer stone, will always be there as our protection each and every day. It also speaks of answered prayer. It speaks of answered prayer. He says, the Ebenezer stone was, was raised after Samuel had cried unto the Lord. And, and the Lord sent thunder and lightning from heaven, which drove the Philistines away in verses 9 and 10. He, the Lord sent, when, 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 when Samuel prayed, I mean, it's, you know, it's a wonderful thing. We, we think about it a lot, and, and we think about uh, prayer. And, and, and if I was to ask any of you, uh, how many of you know you've had your prayers answered? I probably get very few, re very few responses because a lot of people don't. A lot of people ask for things and they don't know when they get them. Let me say that again. A lot of people ask for things but they don't know when they get them. And, and I'm going I'm to tell you why this is. It also speaks of victory. In, in verse nine, he says Samuel offered a young lamb and declared victory through the lamb. 
He declared, Samuel declared that, that it was the, the way was clear. We just sang the song uh, uh, concerning the uh, Lord taking care of us. Now listen to this. We can always declare victory through the Lamb of God who died for us on Calvary's tree. We, we can always, we can always claim victory through him. Christ who went from the tree, now listen to this, Christ who went from the tree to the right hand of the Father's throne there in heaven as an intercessor for us. My understanding of intercession is this. And I studied it, I studied it, and I studied it before I put this statement down. My understanding of intercession is that every time we sin, now think about this, people worry about their sins. They worry about their, their sin. They worry about if their sins have been taken care of and such and such. I do mine. I know I've committed sins that, that, I, that I'm concerned about whether it makes me unworthy to be one of God's children. But listen to this. My understanding of intercession is that every time we sin, Christ who died for us must give an account to the Father. Now think about that for just a moment. The reason I come up with that is is because when you go in, we'll be studying it over in the book of Hebrews, did you know that your pastor has to give an account for every sin that you commit? He does. You'll find that in the 12th chapter of the book of Hebrews. And so that the, the pastor is an under-shepherd. So the shepherd, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, he, uh, he must account to the Father for every sin we commit. Now think about that. We, we're concerned about committing sin. But... We God Christ is there interceding for us, and He has to give an account for every one of us, every sin we commit. That's what the word intercession means. He has to give an account. In other words, if you sin and you're one of God's children, you sin, He goes to the Father and He tells the Father, That's my child. He has been forgiven. He or she has been forgiven. They've been forgiven. That's what he goes and says. You know, why, why, why do we worry about our sins destroying us when he's already taken care of them? He has already given account to the Father for our sins. Christ, who died for us, must give an account to the Father. We have overcome through the blood of the Lamb. That's, that's the only way that I, I, I spoke on overcoming, so you know I've been studying about it. I spoke on overcoming last Sunday morning. And so the thing about it is, is when asked, when asked who, when asked who was that great number, which no man can number, he was told, these are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb, in Revelation. I tell you, it's important. It's important. If you're here and lost today, 
I tell you, I got to thinking. I was going over this message this morning back there in my study. I got here probably around 8 o'clock, a little after 8 this morning. And I was sitting back there, and I was studying this message. And and and, and I got to thinking about what uh, uh, why 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 are we so down? Why are we all so down? Why why aren't we why aren't we happier? I, I, why why am I not happy? You know I, I think about I, I think about uh, everything. I think about everything, and uh, and so. Thing about it is, is, is someday we're gonna be in that great number. Well, it, it, you you say, well, I don't know if I will be or not. Well, you better be examining yourselves because if you're saved, you will be in that great number. That's why we sing the song. When the roll is called up yonder, we'll be there. Not not we may be there. If, 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 we're, if we're good, we may be there. That's, that's, that's holy roller doctrine. You know, if we're good, we may be, no, you're going to be there. You're going to say, well, I haven't lived like I should, but you're going to be there. Because your sins are paid for. They're paid for. And every time that we sin, Jesus re- reminds the Father that he has died for that, for that soul. And the Father's satisfied with that. I mean, we can tell the Father all day long, we're sorry, we're sorry, Lord, we're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry. But there's nothing like the Lord saying, I died for them, telling the Father. Now, I'm not telling you, I'm not, telling you not to regret your sins because we should regret them. I'm not telling you that, but I'm just telling you that if you, if you regret your sins, after 40, 50 years, like I do sometimes, you regret your sins after 40 or 50 years, then you need to quit that. I tell you, this, this thing has blessed my heart. It really has. I know, I know I don't preach as long as I used to, but when you, when you have some good things like this, you don't have to preach very long. It's blessing. It's a real blessing. When they, when they, when they ask, who's that great number? <coughs> Who is that great number out there? He says, they are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. It also speaks about faithfulness. We've been talking about that. Wednesday night, <coughs> he said, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. That word hitherto is important. Because that word, that word hitherto means from this place to this place. From this time to this time. The Lord has blessed us. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us in verse 14. We didn't read down to verse 14, but that's what it said. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. If we just take a few minutes each day, we can trace our lives back to our Ebenezer. 
I think about it all the time. I was, I think, I think about Rhonda. She's up there in the hospital. But I tell you, she was a blessing to me when I first started dating her. I was a, I was a lost fella, lost boy. I didn't know no, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about Jesus. I didn't know anything about anything. I was just a stupid young boy that saw a pretty girl, and I said, I'm going to get her. I never dreamed it was going to lead to what it led to. I never dreamed that that pretty girl that I stopped one February night, one February day, when she was walking down the street, it was cold, the snow was on the ground. And I told old Charlie Roberts, I said, Charlie, let me out of here. I'm going to go see that girl. Me and Charlie was drinking. I had I had a quarter beer between my legs. And I saw this pretty girl walking down the street. I did I not know. She was going to be the Lord. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have going to the Lord on my mind, but she did. She said, if you want to see me, you have to come to church. Of course, I went to church because I did want to see her. Hitherto has the Lord helped us. If we just take a few minutes each day, we can trace our lives back to our Ebenezer. There was a stone that I came upon in my life that I didn't know where it was going to take me. But here I am. 50, going on 56 years later, here I am. Longer than that because we dated for six years. 62 years later. And we can see how he has helped us along the way. Can you just think today? I'm just going to give you a few seconds to think. How has the Lord taken care of you all these years? You just sit and think about it. What could have happened to you? What could, what could have happened to you? Brother Sam, a bullet could have come right straight through your head. What, what's happened to you? That the Lord has taken care of you. If I was to ask you how many of you was in a bad wreck, maybe some of you say you were. I know Jonathan can say he was. Because Jonathan flipped a truck three times, but he didn't do it, but some guy made a U-turn right in front of him, and he flipped a truck two or three times. And I went up to the hospital with him, and they took him to the hospital, and a state trooper came in there and was talking to Jonathan, and he said, boy, you must be strong. He said, why is that? He said, 
you had your hands up against that ceiling of that truck and was holding yourself in your seat. You have a seatbelt on. But let me tell you, folks, what have we been through? What have we been through in life? What has happened? Think for a moment. What I want you to do today, this statement here is how is, how is faithful, I'm sorry, he is faithful to his children. He's going to take care of us. That's what this Ebenezer refers to. He's going to take hitherto, from this time forward, he's going to take care of us. From this time forward, he's going to take care of us. From today forward, he's going to take care of us. We may not have been able to enjoy that in the past. But from this day forward, he's going to take care of us. And lastly this morning, it speaks of testimony. It also speaks of testimony. He has promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. Hebrews 13, verses 5 and 6. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. How many are you going to fear after this? How many are going to go home and, and just be concerned about is the Lord taking care of me or not? He is taking care of you. Sam and Kara right there. I'm looking right at them. Just had the COVID. Sam's like me. He's got underlying conditions. But he come out of it fine. And I tell you, I didn't come out of it fine. I'm still not out of it yet. But I want to tell you, I'm thankful to God that he... He did it just exactly the way he did Because I can, I can preach to you what the Lord has done for me. What a great blessing it is. I pray the Lord will bless you. I pray he'll bless you 10,000 times over. 10,000. He's blessing us. He's taking care of us. taking care of us, and he still is. All right, let's all stand, if you would. And we want to thank the Lord in prayer. And I want Brother Neil to do 